Hi and welcome to this Champions League podcast. I'm Popmaster and I'm here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Daniel Jolin. Uh, you might recognize me from uh, being on uh, the Popmaster's YouTube channel, where I've been in a couple of videos at this time. And you can also find this podcast on his YouTube channel as well, if you don't want to listen to it just right here. So, yeah, today we're talking about the first leg of the round of 16 of this year's Champions League. And we're going to start off at Tuesday, the 12th of February, with Man United versus PSG. Now, in the group stages, Manchester United finished second in the group behind Juventus. They scored seven, conceded four, and had ten points. While PSG topped their group ahead of Liverpool, Napoli, and Red Star Belgrade. They scored 17 goals and conceded 9, finishing on 11 points. Now, Man United's top scorer so far has been Paul Pogba at 2 goals. Might be even with some others, but that's the name I can find. While Paris Saint-Germain's main goal scorer is Neymar with 5. And now, if you look at prediction, like I said, it's Man United home at first. I'm actually going to go with Man United 1, PSG 3 as my prediction. Yeah, and I also have a now, prediction. Uh, yeah, yeah, what do you think about that? What is your prediction? I'm going with Manchester United 3, PSG 2. Hmm. So you think Man United will win at home? Yeah, I actually think they will be able to win this. Hmm. Yeah, it will make it more uh, interesting, definitely, for the away leg. Yeah, and I think that they are playing really well right now, and they have been playing well in the Champions League, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. They haven't had... Yeah, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely have been playing better, the latest, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting game, no matter what. Yeah, I'd, I'm not sure who will win the, uh, like both legs, but that's just my opinion of the first one in that case. I think they will start strong. Maybe PSG will do as they did against Liverpool and counter. But I don't think it will be enough for PSG. Yeah, we will know on the 12th. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, also on the 12th of February, we have Roma against Porto. So, Roma, they actually finished second in the group on nine points with 11 goals against eight. Like 11 done and eight in the back of the row net. And they face Porto and they won their group with the surprising result in uh, a few ways. They did 15 goals and conceded six and actually got 16 points. But if you look at the group, maybe it's not a reason, but you, you could see it happen. They have Schalke in the second place, Galatasaray in the third and Lokomotiv Moscow actually on the fourth place. So that could be the one of the facts why because they had a pretty easy group in my opinion at least so let's begin with Roma here their top scorer is Edin Z Z Z 
Edin Zego. Sorry for my pronunciation there, slaughtering the name. He has done five goals. And Porto, their best scorer. You have to uh, excuse me for the pronunciation once again. Murasa Muasa Merega on five goals. So, the, both the, their top scorers have been pretty good, in my opinion. And the prediction from me then. I'm actually going with the result of 1-1 here. Because it's a really hard decider for me at least. Porto have been amazing in the Champions League. Maybe it is because of the group, maybe it isn't. And Roma has been okay, I guess, in that group. So what about your prediction, Daniel? Yeah, I actually picked uh, Roma to win 2-1. This was, <laughs> I think, surprisingly hard to choose because, as I said, Porto's been playing really well. Roma has not been the most strong team, but yeah, I still, I still think Roma will win it. And yeah, I'll, we'll see what happened in the second leg then, yeah. see who goes through. But, yeah. And even if you, we shouldn't talk about how it goes in the league, Roma is playing in a much better league. Yes. They're more used to face higher class opposition than Porto is. In that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we move on to Wednesday the 13th of February. And we got Ajax against Real Madrid. Now, Ajax finished second in the group behind Bayern München. With 11 goals scored, 5 conceded and 12 points. While Real Madrid topped their group with 12 goals, 5 conceded, and 12 points, just as Ajax. So that is the first, I think, really interesting thing about this. Now, when it comes to top scorers, we have Ajax has Dusan Tadic with 5 goals, while Real Madrid have actually Karim Benzema at 3. And... Well, looking at it, I think, to start off with, you could see Real Madrid is the big team. Ajax is a small team. But they have been playing. I think Ajax has been a big, one of the big surprise packages so far. So my prediction for this game is actually it's going to finish 2-2. Real Madrid is not going to be able to win uh, away at, in Amsterdam. Well, wow. yeah, what do you think about that? I'm actually going in a whole different direction. I'm going 3-0 for Real Madrid. Annihilation. Yeah. I think they will really let the foot off the brake pedal here. And just go for it. I think it's going to succeed. I'm a little bit worried, but yeah. I'm going with 3-0. I'm... I think it would work, at least. Because mm-hmm. uh, Ajax, they have been good in the Champions League this far, but I think this is the end of the road for them. That would be interesting match to follow. Yeah. 
So, the next one. Also Wednesday the 13th. It's between Tottenham and Dortmund. And this is kind of an interesting one. Because uh, Tottenham ended second in the group with 9 goals done and 10 against and 8 points. And then we have Dortmund. They won the group. And this is amazing, I have to add that. 10 goals done, 2 against and 13 points. Maybe not the points, but that goal difference. That's good. Now comes one of the sad parts, in my opinion. And we're, if we look at the goal scorers. For Tottenham, we have Harry Kane. As a, and he's not going to be able to play this one. He has, like, nobody behind him in Tottenham. It's really far down. So it's not even worth mentioning, in my, in my opinion. And Dortmund, their top scorer. Oh, this name. Raphael Guerrero, sorry for that slaughtering again. Daniel, could you correct me on that one? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Rafael Guerrero, I would yeah. call him. Yeah, on four, go four left goals. Left back, left mid. Wow. Yeah. Is he the best for Dortmund? Okay, that's interesting. Apparently. Yeah, with four ones. So yeah. The, the problem here is, in my opinion, this could be easily be one of the best uh, matches, like over two matches. But the problem is, Harry Kane is gone. He's injured and they have some other injury problems. They're coming back now, uh, slowly but surely, in Tottenham, the players. But definitely, Harry Kane won't play in the first match. So, when it comes to my prediction here, I'm going for a 2-0 Dortmund win. Because uh, they're both good teams, basically. But Tottenham is way too depend... Uh, they depend too, way too much on Harry Kane. They don't have those big goal scorers. And uh, if it's not changed, even Janssen hasn't played at all, in, uh, if I'm correct. This season, even he is injured in the forward position. So we have Son. I don't know about him. We have uh, Eriksen, who is a midfielder. Is he really going to be able to carry the team? No, I don't think so. So yeah, my prediction is 2-0 for Dortmund. Because as far as I know, they have a pretty decent team in this one. So what about you, Daniel? Well, funny enough, and I can say this, we have made these predictions completely unknowing of what, what the, the other one would predict. But this time we actually predicted the exact same. Dortmund to win 2-0 away, away from home. Wow. So yeah, I agree with you. Without Kane, they have no one to really score the goals. I think they're going to use probably Llorente up top. Um, and I believe Son, uh, Son can play, but not Ali behind. So yeah. I agree with you. I don't think yeah. that Tottenham will be able to score. Yeah. You, you yeah. Call, Eriksen doesn't matter in this match in one way. He, he's a great passer, but who's going to score on those passes? Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. You can't get, you, they won't get enough free kicks for Eriksen to 
decide the match. <laughs> no, they really shouldn't, at least. No, they, uh, that would be ridiculous. In that case, Dortmund could lose. <laughs> but like, like, that, like that's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Moving almost a week to Tuesday, the 19th of February, is our game between Liverpool and Bayern München. Now, Liverpool finished second in the group behind Paris Saint-Germain, but ahead of Napoli. They scored nine, conceded seven with nine points. Now, Bayern München, they won their group ahead of Ajax with 15 goals scored and just five conceded with 14 points. Now, if you look at their, their top scorers, we found that Liverpool has Mohamed Salah with three, while Bayern has, so far, the Champions League's top scorer in Robert Lewandowski with eight. And, yeah, in that, that sense, it feels like Bayern could probably outscore <laughs> pretty much everyone, except PSG, perhaps. But still, when I go to my prediction here, I, st I still think they're going to find it tough, because I think Liverpool is better than any team they have faced so far, I would probably say, even through the, uh, through the group stages. So I'm actually predicting 1-1. Oh. That's a little bit, a bit different uh, from mine. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going with a really whopping result. This will be interesting. Uh, I'm going for that Bayern München's trend against English team will continue. Not okay. in the same way against, like, against Arsenal. That has just been ridiculous. Hasn't it been like 10-2 against Arsenal in two matches? Two times in a row? Like yeah. I'm going yeah. for the result for Bayern München to win with the result of 3-1 away against Liverpool. Oh. Because I, I, Bayern München is an amazing team, in my opinion, and they've always, in my opinion, been pretty good in the Champions League. And I don't know about Liverpool. They're really back and forwards right now. In many ways, not maybe in the Champions League. They've been pretty good there, but I'm still going with the result of 3-1 for Bayern München. It's just a feeling I have. Yeah. It'll be one hell of a game, that's for sure, if yeah. that's... If it if that comes to three one, right? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if Bayern München will is able to park the bus. It's not one of those teams. They 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 can't play like that. Park the bus, if you know what I mean. They can't do three to one away and then park the bus at home. They they won't be able to do that. No, I think I agree with that actually. Yeah. They're they're not a team built for doing that. Mm-hmm. They, they have two offensive players, in my opinion, to, to do that. Yeah. I don't know what uh, squad they should pick if they try it, but I, I don't think they should try it because that could end uh, badly if, if they try it, if my result goes in in the first one. Mm. So, the other match also on the same date, the, the 19th is actually Lyon against Barcelona. So Lyon ended up in the second place in their group with 12 goals done and 11 against with eight points. 
and Barcelona. They won their group with 14 goals down and 5 against and 14 points. And if we look at the goal scorers, that's not a funny read for Leon. Their best goal scorer, oh, these names again, Nabil Fekir. If I'm not totally. Sounds great. good to me. Yeah, with three goals for Leon and Barcelona. They have Lionel Messi at six goals. So, yeah. In my opinion, they, that will matter. And Barcelona is a powerhouse, in my opinion, in both Champions League and in the in everything they're in. So yeah, I I'm re I'm feeling sorry for Leon in one way. <laughs> they they could have faced someone more like suiting to Leon's challenge. Like they they could beat. So yeah. Uh, my prediction for Leon Barcelona is actually a four-zero win for Barcelona. I'm even going to I'm even going to say Messi scores two times. Well, that is truly a bit a bit different from mine. I'm uh, way more. I I only said two-one to Barcelona. I think they're not going to go all guns blazing in this first game. They're going to just control the game pretty much. Score what they need to. Um, but they're going to make some error probably that's going to lead to, to Leon's goal. I'm not sure if, if uh, Umtiti will be back in, in their back line. I don't think he will. Which makes them a, not as, um, I say you say, strong than you think a Barcelona back line would be. So yeah, I think they'll concede one, but they still... Like, They'll, they'll control this game and still go out 2-1 wins. 2-1 winners. Yeah, we're agreed at least that Barcelona is winning this one. Yes. Yeah, that would be, it would be amazing if Leon take, took this one, don't Yeah. I actually think that. I, I love when small teams do that. Yeah. It's always nice to see. Mm-hmm. So what's up next? Okay, move. Yeah, moving on to the last day of the first leg of the round of 16, the 20th of February, which is a Wednesday, we have Schalke versus Manchester City. Now, Schalke finished second in their group with only six goals scored in six games, four conceded, 11 points. While Manchester City had 16 goals scored, Six conceded and 13 points. Top scorers. Schalke hasn't got a single scorer who scored more than one. While uh, Manchester City has both Gabriel Jesus and uh, David Silva on three. And yeah, I just see no way that Schalke is going to be able to give any real challenge to this Manchester City side. So I've actually predicted Man City to go away 3-0 winners away from home. Yeah, nice. And my prediction, this is pretty interesting. I'm going with Manchester City also. I'm warning for Schalke. This could go bad for Manchester City because they're... 
they used to go out against teams like this from the from the Champions League. Uh, but I'm still going. I, I'm still uh, going with the logical result. There, I didn't dare to say that they definitely will go out. So I'm going with the result of four to one Manchester City. So same goal difference for us, I guess. But they yeah. will con- they will concede one in, in my opinion. Always does little mistake. <laughs> and, if, and, and it will be, of course be something ridiculous, like always. They do too many of those small mistakes, and that could pay off for Schalke if they're unlucky. But if Man- Manchester City manage to control the match, I'm going for the four-one. So yeah, I can see that happening too. Yeah, the, it, it all depends on if they uh, are able to control it or not, and how good Schalke is in in uh, stealing the ball and doing something with it fast. All depends on that, in my opinion. Schalke could punish them out of, out of this. Because, like I said, Manchester City goes out against so many teams like this in the Champions League. It's ridiculous. So, for them, this is a different year then? Yeah, because we have the free free Celtic. Maybe that wasn't an elimination. But didn't they lose also against, who was it, from Ukraine? Shotka Donetsk? Yeah, or... I think it was. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. They have some yeah, of those did. matches when they lose against teams they <laughs> should be beating easily. Uh, Shakhtar Donetsk is a great team in Ukraine. Don't I, I, I'm not going to protest that, but the Ukrainian league and the English league, that's a whole different thing. So yeah, going to the last match... Also on the 20th of February, we have Atletico Madrid. They finished second in the group with nine goals done, six against and 13 points. Actually the same as the first team in the table there. In group A, that was Dortmund who came first in that. And we have Juventus. They won their group. They did nine goals, conceded four, and got 12 points. So, yeah. Let's look at the goal scorers, because this is pretty interesting in my opinion. Atletico has in the top position for them. Oh, I will slaughter a name again. Antoine Griezmann. Mm-hmm. If I'm not correct. And he has done four goals this far. And uh, Juventus has Paolo Diabala, no Diabala, sorry, with five goals. And one thing who is alarming for Juventus, I have to take it up, uh, say that that Cristiano Ronaldo has only scored one time this far in the in the group stage. I don't know what if he does better in the league. The, I no idea there, but. He has played five games, 389 minutes, and scored once. Okay, he has two assists, but still. I think they actually bide him for the goals. So that's alarming if you think about that. So, 
on to my actual prediction. I have Atletico Juventus 2-1 Atletico. I think they will win at home. I don't know who's going to win this fight uh, over two matches, but I think they will win at home with one goal, 2-1. Two to one. They won't be able to, to stop uh, Juventus from scoring, because they're really good at that. Uh, but 2-1 is my honest prediction there. Yeah, I agree with Juventus only scoring one goal. Uh, I think Atletico is going to be hard to break down. But I also think that Atletico, if you look in the league, they have not scored many goals. They have a problem scoring goals right now. And I think Juventus has a little bit too good defense still, even though they're starting to get old, starting to age out. It's still a very potent defense. So I'm actually saying uh, Atletico Juventus uh, 0-1. Juventus will win 1-0 away from home. Wow, that would yeah. be interesting. Yeah. In that, if that happens, I think Atletico is out of it. It's going to be very hard. If that comes to fruition and Juventus win away from home, then I, yeah, I agree. It's going to be uh, very hard to Atletico. Atletico's chance is like they have to win with at least one goal in Madrid. Yeah. If they don't do something so. crazy yeah. down in Turin. I would yeah. agree there. If Atletico wants to go through, I think they need to win this game, yeah. or at least keep Juventus to zero goals scored, so they can't go away on on away goals. Yeah, so I believe that is a rule. That is. Yeah, I think it's a away goal. Champions League so. that uh, wins if it uh, comes to the same. Yeah. And if the same, if if it's the same away goals, I think if how is it? Then I think it goes to uh, extra extra time. Yeah. I believe. And then penalties, if I'm not totally out of the blue here. Yeah. It it After happens so minutes. rarely that, really, yeah. you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Because of that away goal rule. Mm. So bonus, in my opinion, the, the if you if you're going to bet on this or anything, the f two big players that aren't playing. I don't know if you have taken this into account, actually, that Neymar isn't playing. I had completely forgotten about that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm not I mistaken. Win, I if I'm not totally, if I'm not totally mistaken, he's not playing. I have to, don't quote me that, but last time I heard he's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, I've heard that too. I just and, forgot on it by the time the prediction went around. But yeah. yeah, and one funny fact about that. He always got injured or uh, get a suspension at this time of the year. Because he's, I don't know the exact date, but uh, his sister's birthday is around this time of the year. <laughs> That's an interesting reason. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's like that this time. Uh, he have taken uh, yellow cards with purpose. Some, t some people believe that at least before, but... Faking an injury for the rest of the season, not even he. I don't think even he could do that. I agree. I don't. That, think that, he's that's too much. That much of a. Yeah. I don't know. What to, I don't really. Call, you can call it a cheat or a lie or whatever, but yeah. I, no, I don't think so. No, he's diving a little bit too easy sometimes, but faking an injury like that, you have to like bribe the the doctor or. 
or something. I, no, that, I th that's way too difficult. Yeah. I don't think it's a scheme or a try to get out of games or anything. No, that would be... Like, he, 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 he is getting hard-checked on the field, and he's getting a few tackles in uh, towards him. And, yeah. you know, players know he's dangerous, so they need to stop him early. And, yeah, then he's got injured. Yeah, it's... it's yeah, that's it happens. happens. So, yeah. yeah. And, like I said before, it's Harry Kane. That's also one of the big ones who's gone. Yeah. And that, that's crippling. That's more crippling than Neymar. Oh, yes. PSG has a lot of good players to throw in yeah. instead of Neymar. Yeah, like Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. The... Like, he, he is a world star on his own. He doesn't really need... <laughs> this is going to sound really harsh, but I almost like... Um, he doesn't need Neymar. No. Like, Mbappe is good enough on his own. Like, yeah. Maybe that's a little bit harsh. He scored three goals, and I said Neymar scored five. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't think they will have any problem without Neymar. No, they they like, they, they can they replace have enough him. skill front forward anyway. So yeah. yeah, replacing Neymar for PSG is much easier than replacing Kane for Tottenham. Oh, much easier. Yeah, that's. Even if Neymar is actually the player, when we're doing bonus facts, by the way, who has uh, most shots on target with 16. Hmm. So his e yeah, efficiency isn't amazing. Well, you gotta shoot, you got to shoot on goal to score. And, exactly. You know, most important thing is just getting those balls on net. Yeah. Really, so... And if you count yeah. goals on target, PSG is leading there. Like yeah, shots on target. I mean, PSG is really leading that. <laughs> I'm and not goals surprised. also. Looking at yeah, looking at the amount of goals they scored. How many goals did they score? I'm gonna find it up yeah. while we're talking here. There we go, seventeen. Yeah. In six games. Oh. That is almost three a game. Yeah. Not quite, but almost three a game, and. Then I'm not surprised that you fire off shots from everywhere. No. And you're really trying to hammer those goals home. Like, I'm not surprised. But and not with that strike force. Either, yeah. so. But the defense is worrying me for them. If I'm not totally miscorrect, I haven't checked everything here. That Don't quote me on this one. Uh, they are actually the team that is worse, is worse in goals against per game in one way. Huh. One of the worst, at least. But with 1.5. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you look at just conceded goals here in the group stages, there's only two teams that have gone through that have conceded more. And that's yeah. uh, Lyon with 11 and Tottenham with 10. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see, I can see really that that might be a problem. Yeah, it's but... sick. Like, you're doing a lot of goals, but you concede like that, oh... Yeah. Well, to be fair, as long as you score goals, then as long as you score more than the opponent, you win. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's PSG's way, so look, a way of looking at things. If, as long as they score more goals, they win. And that's what's most important. Yeah. So. It's amazing to look at if you're not a supporter for any of the teams when uh, PSG plays some match in Champions League. Yeah. You want to see goals, watch a game of theirs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's pretty much wraps it up for this. Yeah. This podcast. Yeah, this first uh, this first uh true call episode or like first part of the yeah. podcast or something. Yeah. And we will be back <laughs> before in uh, the Champions League version. We will be back before the second leg of round 16. Yeah. And we will ta- be talking about the matches who has been that we have predicted now and the matches who is coming at the second leg. And that will be really interesting because then we have something to actually go uh, facts to go at in, in a whole different way than this. Yeah. But I, Both to see how incredibly wrong we were with our predictions yeah. and then maybe make slightly better predictions for the next round. Yeah, but you never, you never know. It has been a ridiculously comebacks in the second leg sometimes. I think it was yeah. Barcelona some some year lost with like four goals in the first one or five. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I think they lost by. Whoa! I the new camp. Hey, you're you're back now. Some difficult technical difficulty. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe Barcelona against PSG. Barcelona won the second leg with six-one. After yeah. well. They went down like probably four goals in the first round. So, yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, nobody happened. thought they would come back. Yeah, indeed. They were joking about it that Barcelona would come back like that. They were like <laughs> smiling and laughing at it. Mm. But, uh, but it was it an amazing, amazing comeback. Yeah. So you never know. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is football, after all. Yeah, like, the ball is round. This game isn't played on statistics or paper or anything. It's played on grass and everything's going to happen. Yeah. I think that's why I like it. And I think that's why plenty of people like it. Like, you can read all the statistics and look at all these stats. But in the end, every game is different. Yeah. And that's the fun part. That those yeah. small teams can beat the big teams. If that didn't happen, that would be boring. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, why would even uh, teams like in this case, if you look at the league uh, rankings, I'm not saying that the teams are bad or in any way, but I'm mentioning Ajax against Real here. Why would Ajax even come to the match if they knew that every time they're going to lose? Exactly. That's, like, that's not fun in that. They, they're, they're, they're chasing that one in like, I don't know how much. Did we say one in ten? <laughs> you think it's that bad? Okay, one uh, in well, five, to maybe. To be fair, like two years ago, I'd probably agree with you, but this season, I think it's way closer than that. One in five. Yeah, we can say something like that. Yeah, and the, sa- the same Lyon Barcelona there. If they f- f- really felt like, oh, we're never going to win, this, this won't happen. Why, Why would even play? play? Yeah. So, yeah. Stranger things has happened in football. Indeed. Yeah. I guess that rounds up this podcast. So, yeah, thank you for listening or uh, listening and watching, depending on the platform of your choice. And right now we're just on, sorry for the pronunciation here again, and answer. Is that the right pronunciation, Daniel? 
<laughs> I don't I don't actually know Andrew. the word, so I can't help you there. Sorry. Yeah, Andrew. And uh, <laughs> YouTube, but I'm trying to get into more platforms on uh, as we go. So yeah, thank, thanks for listening and watching, like I said. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. And thanks for from me at least. And uh, Daniel, thank you for uh, being on this. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. And thank you for being co-host on this, at least for now. You never know what's going to happen. But yeah, yeah we're... I enjoyed this and I look forward to the next time. Yeah, me too. So we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.